1: looking back at the year and celebrating the new one and we are uh, uh, also often asked where can you find uh, old interviews of the show. So if you, if you knew somebody was coming on or if you caught the tail end of an interview and you wanted to hear the full thing, uh, what we do is post all of those online at newsradiowrva.com. Once you go there, you'll just look at the audio and video tab and you can click on Richmond's Morning News. You'll see all of the interviews that we've done this entire week, they're all posted there. You can go back and hear them. You can download the audio file, do with it what you like, and uh, hope you enjoy that archive because it's uh, a good resource to have uh, on times when you can't tune in or you're not not around the radio at that time. Or maybe you're hopping in the car from your getting coffee <laughs> and you missed something. So there you go. Double, uh, just look at uh, News Radio. WRVA.com, click on audio and video for Richmond's Morning News. It's 9.34 now, and happy to have somebody on who makes a lot of other people happy with King's Dominion, uh, Bridget Bywater, the Vice President and General Manager of the Theme Park. Good morning, Bridget. Hi, good morning. Good morning, good morning. (laughs) It's so good to hear from you, and I, I was telling listeners that before we get to next year, you all are still rolling. I mean, you have a New Year's Eve party planned for tomorrow night.
2: We do. We're super excited about it. Um, You know, it's such a dynamic and energetic event, and uh, it's a great way to celebrate New Year's Eve.
1: So Winterfest there is a countdown under the Eiffel Tower. It'll be at uh, 5.30. It opens up, and you'll go into 12.30.
2: We do, yeah. We'll do the countdown right at midnight. Um, Big, giant celebration at our Eiffel Tower. Music, dancing, and all the fun and festivities of Winterfest leading up to that as well.
1: Well, let's introduce people to you because I, you know, you're you're really an expert on theme parks. You've been in the industry your really your entire career, and as I understand it, you also grew up in this uh, world.
2: I <laughs> did, I did, I did. I did. What, I did. what were you doing? Um, I, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, uh, way back when, when I was a teenager, uh, my uh, I knew I wanted to work at the amusement park. I got a job as a ride operator to put myself through college, and it. It just sort of got into my blood, and uh, I, I was able to study business uh, knowing that I wanted to go into amusement parks, and uh, I've sort of worked my way. I kind of took a little bit of a winding road around between operations and safety and security, but uh, really enjoyed uh, everything I do with it. It's 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 such a wonderful industry to be a part of because you touch so many lives and have so many positive um, influences on, on people and, and their days. so enjoy it
1: a lot. Yeah. And for for people, uh, you know, who grew up around this area we're you know, we've seen a lot of different owners of King's Dominion. Right now it's owned by Cedar Fair Entertainment, which is who you work for. Uh, And the the memories go back to, I mean, gosh, kids would come for field trips and it would be a big summer family activity. It really draws people from all over the place, not just our region.
2: Oh, oh, for sure. It's, it's, it's fun because even, um, my, my job affords me the opportunity to travel a lot. And even when I'm traveling and I, I, I encounter people, uh, everyone always has a story about, uh, their, their favorite amusement park or growing up as a family. And it's, it's amazing to encounter so many people who grew up in this area, even when I'm not here. Um, Often, I, I we have a lot of trade events in Orlando, and P, and people will constantly say, "Oh my gosh, Kings Dominion was the park I grew up at," and and just the the amazing family stories, the I, the experiences and those memories are just. Uh, they're just so great to hear and, and also to experience. I've got my own, uh, you know, riding on the, the little children's ride with my brother as we were growing up and all the memories that come with it. It's just, a, it's great. And also to be able to share that with your own children and, and my parents with their grandchildren, it's been, it's, uh, really great.
1: What have you seen, uh, become the, the, is, is there a most popular ride right now or, uh, something that's really trending that, that is surprised you?
2: Uh, you know, I, I think uh, I, I think that um, as the industry has has changed over the last thirty, 40, fifty years, what we find is that although there are some really big fans of faster, taller, uh, more dynamic coasters, I, I think what we see is is the experiences, right? What you can what you can do with your family that have uh, a more entertaining aspect to them uh, doesn't necessarily need to be the tallest, fastest, Uh, roller coaster it's it's something that you want to be able to do with your family although there's a we've got some super fans out there um i know one in particular that loves the i305 uh so there's there's
1: some definite (laughs) big fans out there tell people about that ride
2: oh my gosh uh 305 feet tall he fast um it's uh it's a probably a little bit too fast for me i've ridden it a couple of times but i'm much more stand on the side and wave at people as they go by <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i i remember uh gosh i think my first big roller coaster was the scooby-doo roller coaster at king's dominion i still remember that
2: one <laughs> yes 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 i you know i I remember growing up, and we had a, in in the region I grew up in, there was a little roller coaster called the Silly Serpent, and my parents had actually worked at that ride as teenagers, so it was fun to learn about that as I was growing up. It's not there anymore, but, uh, you know, that definitely your first roller coaster out there. um, There's some good ones, for sure.
1: What can people expect next year? I've read some news that you all are going to be open a lot more than you have been.
2: Uh, we are. We are. We're actually going to a year-round operation. Um, it's just weekends. We're, all, we're adding nine more weekends um, in January and February. We were are already open in March uh, through December anyway. Um, and, I, you know, it's, it's, an, it's a great time to be able to maximize on the season pass benefits um, and uh, be able to get that experience year-round. Uh, I think that the weather can be a little hit or miss, so we acknowledge that sometimes there's some snow and ice, but there are so many beautiful days, even in that time frame, that uh, we want to make sure that, it, that, uh, that we're there and um, have something for people to do.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's, uh, just, it just, I uh, would assume, makes it a lot easier operationally, too, to just not have certain weekend, random weekends when you're on, some that you're off you're just open
2: yeah oh yeah for sure absolutely I think it um, from an employment standpoint of course it, it's no secret that the hospitality industry has um, been challenging um, across you know everything restaurants um, entertainment venues um, and uh, it allows a, a bit more stability within the workforce um, and makes it a, a job that's just a little bit easier to hold from a from a year-round standpoint uh, and uh, because being able to work year-round full-time, um, our associates—we uh, just have much better, more experienced um, people to be working there, and 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 really, uh, the employees that work there are part of the experience, and uh, it, it's uh, it's nice to have all of them.
1: When in our um, last minute here. What are what are some other things that you all are working on? No, no theme park stays the same forever. You've got to make changes. You're uh, changing themes in certain areas, maybe, or looking to add certain rides. What what is there in store for 2023?
2: Well, we've we, we've got a lot of plans coming. Um, Kings Minion is actually celebrating its 50th anniversary in 2025, so we'll be gearing up for that. Um, and uh, as we lead into the next spring, uh, looking at special event programming to give people something a little bit exciting to look forward to during those timeframes that we haven't been open before. So we'll be posting more information as that, uh the Solidify on our website at kingsdominion.com. Uh, but uh, for sure, as we move forward, our focus is, is going to be capturing the experience and making it a whole land experience I'm sure our season pass holders and our visitors this past summer saw our Jungle X area where we yeah. put a lot of work into developing not just a, not just slapping a ride in, in in a corner but really developing the whole area addressing the sounds the lighting the food in the area and the all shopping. sort of ties into the theme oh my gosh the shopping too Yeah,
1: right? <laughs> yeah it's, yeah. it's, so, it's great
2: yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's about trying to take a holistic approach at at it because we want people to walk in and and let all of the worries and everything outside of the park um fall away and they can just experience the magic in the moment with their family and
1: friends. Very good. Happy New Year to you, Bridget. Thanks so much for being on Thank with you. us this morning.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing King's Dominion with your, your listeners. Oh,
1: well. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun year. Bridget Bywater, the Vice President and General Manager of King's Dominion on News Radio WRVA.